All right, Ulysses, we roll along in the offseason with the Tampa Bay Rays, and we will continue our player review series this week and throughout the course of the offseason, of course. But there is some weighty Rays news that we have to dive into today and maybe on tomorrow's episode as well. Familiar faces go away. New faces come in. Let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and Subscribe to that YouTube channel of ours as well, Locked on Rays. You can check it out there. And uh, we are seeking voice memos, emails, uh, just comments from the listeners out there, lockedonrays at gmail.com if you want to hit us up there. Uh, Ulysses, we have a lot to dive into on today's episode. Uh, You have G-Man Choi, who gets traded to the Pirates. You have Kevin Kiermeyer, who had... His option declined by the Rays. And then you had Nick Anderson, who got outrighted and then lands with the Atlanta Braves. Where would you like to start with out of those three issues? I think hierarchy takes precedence. Uh, so let's, let's, KK, we all knew that this was a foregone conclusion that it was right. going to get declined. I, I do want to say, I think it was very. Uh, classy of him to to do that um, social media video thanking the fans and and you know saying how much the community has meant to him. It's crazy to think that this guy played like ten years ago with the Rays. I mean, he is he's the missing cog. He's the he's the missing link of that first wave of really good successful Rays teams, and then the second wave. And of course, in the middle there was a. You know, the Brad Millers and Dana Evelands uh, of, of Ray's years, which are not fond years to, to think about, but he's the guy. Mm-hmm. And 10 years, man, it's people say, oh, well, you know, so many people leave uh, so, so quickly. Like, do they? I, I mean, not to get off track here, but Yandy's been here since 2019. Uh, you know, Choi was here since 2019. Brendan Lau came up in 2018. Like, there's, I know there's a lot of turnover, but you know, I think people maximize that a lot with the race just because of how they operate. But other teams, the Houston Astros only have five guys from the 2017 team. Like every team yeah. does this. There's a lot of turnover. Yeah, I think part of it too is maybe the lack of long-term contract extensions. Like it is a gamble every offseason of what are they going to do with G-Man Choi? What are they going to do with Yandy Diaz? Maybe not necessarily Yandy Diaz, but there's always that in the back of your mind of, is this guy going to stick around or is he going to be here for several years? So yeah, the, the Rays certainly have a, a group and a contingent of players who've, who've been around and become so-called fan favorites, but Kevin Kiermeyer takes the cake. I mean, he's one of, if not Longoria, the longest tenured Ray in franchise history. And what I do really appreciate about Kevin Kiermeyer is he always seemed to, and I'm sure part of it was the fact that he got a fat contract by the Rays back in the day, but he always seemed to really relish and enjoy and embrace 
wearing a raised uniform and being part of the Tampa Bay community as opposed to a guy that had, okay, I played for the Rays, but I have dreams of playing in a Red Sox uniform or a Braves uniform or a Yankees uniform or a Phillies uniform. Now he might get that opportunity uh, now that he is officially a free agent, but I don't think he ever sat in the Rays clubhouse and said, man, I wish I was playing for another organization. A hundred percent. That that does come through the screen, the the field. Like he really did wear that uniform with pride, and he 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 showed up, man. I mean, and by showing up, I mean his best asset, his defensive work. He made it just look so easy in the beginning, even at at the tail end. Like it was it was still there. I've never seen the plays that Kevin Kiermaier has has made by another center fielder. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. unreal what he was able to do at this peak. Hopefully, you know, he's able to land somewhere and, and somewhere that will treat him well. But I think there are, are going to be a, a lot of fans that will miss him. And we've talked about this with his offensive numbers. It, he gets a bad rap. I, I understand that. But he's almost average in uh, offensive production since since coming into the league. I think we talked about this 97 WRC plus, maybe 93. It's between 93 and 97 WRC plus for his career. That is amazing because look at what he does with the glove, which is just tremendous. So it was bang for buck that that team friendly deal definitely helped the the Rays and and KK, of course, to, to not say no to his first millions, but he will be missed, man. And I think they always talked about that that clubhouse chemistry of you know the disco ball and how they celebrate after each w kk was the rah-rah guy he was the guy that would you know highlight who did what who did you know well that day who's going to be that guy i think there's going to be kind of a void mm-hmm. and that void can't be just go to a 22 year old who you know who might not feel as comfortable taking that that from from KK and it can be a pitcher it can be a, a Tyler Glass now right raw rying the troops it has to be a position player so that's yeah. that's going to be kind of interesting to see who in that clubhouse is going to step up and and be that next KK BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. We're talking football, basketball, soccer, esports, and more. It is all available at BetOnline.net. Heck, it's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. We all know that. So head over to their website today or use that mobile device of yours to learn more. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. And yeah, that's a big major thing to think about because not only you've just lost within a week two really impressionable characters within that organization between Kevin Kiermeyer and G man Choi. And we will get to G man Choi, but I think we do have to give Kevin Kiermeyer his due credit and talk about him a little bit more. Um, so Kiermeyer 32 years old right now. Do you see him getting a multi-year deal in free agency, i.e. two years, 18 mil, two years, 20 mil, or is it going to be a team offers him a, say one year, 13 mil with an option or something that protects them in case uh, father time and or injuries uh, come to hurt him in some sense. I, th- I think it, 
I mean, if JBJ gets two years from the Brewers, it just he is head shoulders above JBJ defensively and honestly offensively too. He got a, a two year contract, yeah, a couple of years ago. You know, in this economy, yeah. is a little bit different and all that. I understand that, but uh, and KK is also coming from 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 injury, and and they haven't seen him play since I believe June, maybe early July. So of course that's going to kind of be a negative coming into free agency but i I have to believe yet a two-year deal is out there for him somewhere now is it going to be somewhere where he's going to be uh, a fan of going there no i mean i've thrown out the rockies because i think that he would really enjoy letting go of that swing and then actually popping 15 like i know he wants to do that he wants to become that guy the rockies need defense in that outfield like they just do it's a very expansive vast greenery out there and and kk would help that team and maybe you know you got a chris Bryant, you got some some starting pitching coming in your way like that could maybe be the turning point for 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 that team but i think there's a two-year deal for him somewhere there has right. to be, I, I think. And yeah, I think that I'm going to place my chips in and suggest that he will be signing with a National League team. If not the Rockies, the Phillies, the Cardinals, the Cubs, the Giants. Uh, I think all those teams, and I'm not, you know, I'm not the first one to come up with this. This has been written about and discussed by other outlets out there. And I think one thing that maybe works in KK's favor uh, favor is the fact that the National League has the designated hitter. So they can maybe force more offense to that area as opposed to beforehand. It was, okay, we know we have to keep a pitcher in the lineup. Do we want to keep a KK bat in the lineup as well? And those teams that I mentioned, they have a need for a center fielder. I mean, we talk yes. about the Phillies and they're defensive lapses, uh, the Cardinals trading Harrison Bader, the Cubs, you know, trying to be competitive again. I think that might be the the best spot for him in terms of he is from Fort Wayne, Indiana. His brother is the, I think the head groundskeeper there. He's, he's very high up in that realm. Yeah. So there's a, a familial connection there. And then the giants, I mean, I, that's probably more unlikely. I don't see Kevin Kiermeyer is necessarily a West coast guy, uh, but the idea is that you could move uh, Mike Yastrzemski to the corner. Same with some of those other teams. You can move guys that aren't necessarily true center fielders and move them to spots where um, they they quite frankly should be. And I think one thing that also will help Kevin Kiermeyer, even as he is 32 years old and has a lot of miles on those knees and those legs and those ankles, is uh, if he doesn't return to Tropicana Field, uh, it is that he would be on a grass field. I think that's something that he's expressed consistently and continuously. So that could be something that helps him as well. Um, now, before we wrap this up on uh, Kiermaier, uh, do you have a favorite Kevin Kiermaier moment in a Rays uniform? One that sticks out to your mind, or is it just a compilation of Kiermaier-isms uh, defensively or maybe sometimes offensively? You know what? I will give you one uh Game three, ALDS 2019, the Rays are down 0-2 in the series, and Tropicana Field just needs to get going. The yellow towels are going all over the place. People are screaming, and then there are two men on base. KK just connects 
and it is a bomb. And I have never felt that raucous environment that loud in Tropicana Field like that home run. That home run mm. was just incredible. So that's the that's the best KK moment I've seen in offensively at the trop. That's definitely it. Yeah. One that I think sticks out in my mind and of course the national baseball landscape. And I don't know if it's necessarily his, you know, most highlight worthy play. Well, maybe it is, but it's not specifically focused on Kiermaier's of course, the miraculous relay between him and Adamas to Darno to nab Jose Altuve at the plate. And just the, uh, the mechanics of how that play came to be is just so amazing. If you have a chance to watch it and it, it all started with KK. If KK doesn't uh, play that off the carom perfectly and make a perfect throw that that play doesn't get made. So um, I mean, if you have an opportunity and time uh, definitely soak in those KK moments, look up uh, a highlight video or two. And, you know, we go back to it. Remember there was uh, the Rays doing the, the send off celebration, video during the regular season that was kind of the the swan song knowing that yeah uh his his options not getting picked up and there's a lot of uncertainty there on whether they decide to bring him back most likely probably not going to bring him back you know that's so funny we both picked back-to-back games because i picked game three lds you picked game four that relay was game four so yeah. that's 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 a pretty cool a uh, playoff uh, experience for kk right yeah and again Kiermeyer, one of those guys that when moments were bright he he showed uh, a flair for the clutch and for stepping up when uh it counted for sure so best to him going forward so uh we'll move on from kevin kiermeyer and discuss g-man Choi, who um after years and years of us making the assumption that uh he would not be in a raise uniform and lo and behold he was on the raise roster to start spring training I mean, it is official that he is no longer a Tampa Bay Pittsburgh Pirate, believe it or not. I didn't think that the Pirates would uh, make a deal with the Rays anytime soon, but uh, lo and behold, it happened, and uh, the Pirates seemed uh, to be excited about landing G-Man Choi for 2023, despite him uh, having to have a minor procedure on his right elbow, but uh, they hope he will be recovered in time for spring training. And again, this was something we talked about in the player review for G-Man Choi was he seems like a good fit for a team that's rebuilding and has a lot of young players. And let's be honest, he could, you know, the Pirates are hoping that he strikes fire uh, in April, May, and June, and they can maybe get some sort of equity or prospect haul in return for him at the trade deadline. And he's not very expensive either. As we know, the Pirates aren't a uh, a franchise flush with cash by any means. You you mentioned that they were they were pretty excited to get Jiman Choi. I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, because it's the Pirates, and Jiman yeah. Choi to them is like, oh, that's a great acquisition. You know, that's a fan. You know, we're really we're really doing something here in Pittsburgh. Like, um, yeah. Again, we talked about it in the player review. He, he had a tremendous two and a half months, and then he just shut off. Just completely. Was it mental? Was it physical? Was it a combination? You know, only he knows and and the team doctors. But uh, it was just not going to happen, especially for for that amount of money and and the the type of 
um, moves that the Rays need to make, Gman is expendable. Uh, so, so good again. Wish him nothing but the best. He was a definitely a fan favorite. You you gotta really like somebody who plays with a smile on their face. You know, you, you that that's as a fan, you really like seeing those guys that are really enjoying themselves and they don't take what they do for granted. And his Instagram posts, I I really would like to highlight a a, a part of it that he said. Um, baseball is a part of business. I think a lot of people would think um, that's just like, you know, it didn't have any meaning behind it, but I think it does. Baseball is a part of business. Like I, I just liked the way that it was phrased. I, you know what I'm saying? Like they know that it's not really baseball. What they're, it's, it's business and right. some of it is baseball. And I think people are like, well, you know, uh, this is a part of baseball. Like I like the way that he said it. Baseball is a part of business, which kind of speaks to why sometimes us as fans kind of feel let down about how CBA talks happen and, 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 and owners fighting over pennies and having owners that don't want to spend money building a stadium, uh, even though <laughs> they're asking taxpayers to do so for them. Uh, you know, it, I, I loved, I, I really loved that way that he phrased that baseball is a part of business. And I don't know if you, if you also caught that or, or if you think it uh, as, as interesting as I did, but I really, I honed in on that and I was like that, that's, that was lovely. Yeah, no, that's, uh, something I'll certainly miss is the, uh, G man Choi Instagram post. I probably won't be following them as closely anymore. Uh, but I did enjoy his little, little white dog that he had that probably caused an <laughs> arm and a leg to get i always loved the the poses yeah. that he had with uh, that little thing um and let's also not forget uh in trading g-man Choi, the rays acquired a minor league pitcher by the name of sam hartman a fourth round pick in 2020 so pirates fran- uh pirates fans um maybe being a little bit uh uh eerie in their thoughts of hey is this Sam Hartman kid going to turn out to be the next great reliever or whatnot for the Rays? It's certainly possible at some, uh, at some juncture, considering that, you know, fourth round pick, that's, that's pretty solid marker. So, uh, but I think it, it could be several years before, if ever we see him in a Rays uniform or a, uh, a professional or MLB uniform, I should say as well. So, and at least for the Pirates, I mean, you know, you know, I know it's, you know, Troy might be trade bait at the deadline, but at least they're going out and acquiring a veteran player who, you know, hope they have some sort of added value. Um, again, adding G-Man Choi does not put them uh, on the pedestal of the NL Central by any means. That, that, that's not going to, it might allow them to leapfrog the Cincinnati Reds, but it's not going to get them past the Chicago Cubs, Milwaukee Brewers, or St. Louis Cardinals. So, um, and it's funny, like is Pittsburgh just taking the, the hand-me-downs of the Rays from Derek Shelton to Yoshi Satsuko? Not to say that G-Man Choi is a, a hand-me-down by any means, but it just seems like they're just trying to, you know, pick and prod different areas of, of the Rays franchise, but it's not like, man, I, I don't know if I'm putting the, look, I, I understand fans are, maybe unhappy with the fact that G-Man Choi is no longer in a raised uniform. But like you said, I think Ulysses, he was expendable at this point in time. So it's not like we can be totally ticked off about this maneuver either. 
I think I think fans knew this was coming though, especially because yeah. of the such a long prolo- prolonged slump that he was in, and, and and the fact that there are quite a few attractive first base free agents DHs that you're like, mm, but wouldn't that look better if it if it wasn't G man? But going back to Hartman, uh, yeah, he missed all of 2020 with TJ. So again, it's the Rays trying to get a lottery ticket and seeing okay, fastball curveball mix. Can we do something with this? And as I've said multiple times, and I will forever say it, um, it doesn't matter who that guy is and how many surgeries they have. If it's a pitcher, I am going to trust the Rays and say, you know what? He's got a better shot here in Tampa than uh, in any other uh, you know, club. I mean, maybe the Dodgers, yeah. maybe the Astros, but... I mean, the Rays are, are up there atop that, that podium with with how they are able to take anybody and just make them into all-star relievers. So uh, I hopefully Hartman will, will be able to be that guy. But again, lottery ticket. I, in, in, in fact, I'm honestly surprised that a four-round pick, yes, I know, Tommy John, missed a whole year. I'm still surprised that G-Man Choi commanded a fourth-round pick with Tommy John whatever you want, not so hot numbers, at least traditional ones in, in, in his uh, small sample size in the minors. But I, I'm shocked that they actually got something like a lottery ticket because right. if Corey Dickerson get, get, gets DFA'd, if CJ Crone gets DFA'd, like I'm shocked that G-Man Show, they actually found a lottery ticket for him. It, it, makes, me, it makes me think – was there no lottery ticket for CJ Crone? Was there no lottery mm-hmm. ticket for Corey Dickerson? Did somebody mess up in that front office and ran out of time and just had to bite the bullet? Like, what happened? Because if G Choi gets a dancing partner, how do those two guys not get a dancing partner? One 30 home run in season, and the other one was an all star, for God's sakes. Right. It really is amazing. Like, I would not have been surprised, like, if they're willing to let those two guys go, they certainly would have, I thought allowed g-man Choi to go in the same fashion and let me say this i'm i'm almost shocked that the pirates would allow the rays to acquire a pitcher from them in a deal like this as opposed to uh a position player in in low a or something like that just because of we know the the boondoggle of a trade uh, that was several years ago so um yeah it's interesting g-man Choi. i mean at least for pittsburgh that it you would think it brings some stability to the first base position. I mean, they had a, a carousel of guys that got starts at that position last year. Um, now question for, uh, G man Choi and his possible production in 2023 over under 240 batting average under over under 17 home runs under over under 60 RBIs under. Okay. So let me just frame it like this. He hit 233 with 11 homers and 52 RBIs in 113 games. So you're looking at something along those lines, maybe a few more dingers and, um, no, that's about it. Like I'm, I'm expecting yeah. exactly that line from G. Joy. If I were a Pittsburgh pirates fan, I would just look at that line and be like, I'll sign yeah. that right now. Because it could basically get, it could get uglier, Kevin. Yeah, that that's G Man Choi for you again. He's going to have multiple injured list stints. He'll give you 110, 120 games, and and that's about what he's going to give you. Uh, it's 
It's um, happy with a 730 OPS. If he's giving you a 730 OPS, sign that right now, Pittsburgh Pirates fans, because yeah. it could be worse. It's uninspiring, but there's worse options out there for sure. Yes. Um, and the Pirates, again, uh, credit to them for going international. They have signed several players from Korea over the years. So I think that probably made it a little bit more palatable for them of, hey, we understand how to handle, I mean, not that, that's probably not the right word, but we've dealt with Korean players in the clubhouse and they might have some sort of translator on call or somebody on staff who who can take that in and, and work with G-Man Choi going forward. So we'll see what happens uh, with him and best of luck to him going forward. Uh, we did not have time on this episode to get to Nick Anderson uh, landing with the Atlanta Braves. We'll probably have to save that for Tuesday's episode. But in the meantime, thank you for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on Sports Today podcast that is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.